everyone, I'm Lisa. And I'm Dawn. And this is I Hate It, Let's Watch It, where we watch shows we love and then rip them apart. But we did another movie! Can I please preface by saying I had a lot of high hopes for this movie. It had a great I, cast. It had a great cast. And I actually kind of sort of followed like the press for it because I'm a big fan of Alana Glazer. And I was really excited to see her in a role like this because... I watched her in Broad City. She's hilarious. She's a comedic actress. So I was very excited to see this type of direction for her. And then again, like you said, cast. We got Pierce Brosnan. We got Justin Theroux. We have Sophia Bush. Did we mention what movie we were covering? We didn't. I mean, we did last week, but we are covering yeah. False Positive. Okay. just what, We forgot when we did Deadly Illusions as well. So... Um... Because we're so excited we're to get into two. the nitty gritty of this movie. But yeah, like I said, I even when you brought up us doing this movie, I was like, yeah, I watched it already because I was I watched it the day it came out. Mm-hmm. It was I was excited and uh, I ended up not being so excited. It didn't deliver. No, it did not. Yeah, I mean, I honestly only had it on my radar because of Sophia Bush because I just love her so much. Mm-hmm. But... I, every time I go onto Hulu, it was trying to like plug this movie. And I was like, this looks like the kind of movie that should be on Lifetime, but maybe is oh. a little bit better than Lifetime. <laughs> I, I like that you said that because that is a good portrayal. Also, looking into it, it's an A24 film, which brought us Hereditary, <laughs> Midsummer, Slice room ladybird i mean we're talking good movies right high production value oh suspenseful dramatic i mean oscar winning Mm -hmm. films Mm -hmm. and then this happened so knowing that after the fact i was a little upset because i'm like it had the potential there it really did i don't think it was a train wreck it no it wasn't a train wreck but it had it could have done so much more there are things, after I've now watched this movie twice all the way through, I feel like there are just things about it I don't understand. Like, choices they made that don't make sense to me. And that's my biggest beef with the movie, is mm-hmm. I just don't know why this happened the way it did. There were moments that I was just so baffled that I laughed because I didn't know what else to do. You I'm even, excited to get into them. Yeah, you even passed me because I, like I said, I had watched it first before we even, before you even knew this existed. I had watched it and then got excited that you mentioned it because I was like, yay, I watched it already. And then I was like, I'm going to need to do a rewatch and I don't want to. And I did during lunch yesterday. And you passed me and I just sat there like, oh, what am I watching anymore? Because Honestly, watching it a second time, I think you're even more confused because you're like, you're analyzing it more Mm because you saw it first and you saw it at face value. And then you go into it a second time and you're like, okay, what am I really watching now? And you're trying to decipher as much as you can. And you still come up blank. I came up with a lot of blanks. So I'm really excited to hear. Okay. Well, what's your biggest unanswered question? (sighs) Or what's the thing that's bothering you the most about this movie? The illusionary part of it. The deadly illusions. (laughs) (laughs) It's scary how that coincides. But um, The mommy brain parts of it, I guess. Well, the mommy brain annoyed the shit out of me. Because if I heard it one more time, I would have blown my brain out. But um, (laughs) My non-mommy brain. My non-mommy brain. But I think, again, we're going to be going back and forth. But I think more towards the end 
it just compiled this like I want to say the last scene and a half felt the whole thing was an illusion and I'm just like why are we still like she had the you know like she gave birth so like we're done with this Mm -hmm. you know like I understand while she's pregnant she's having all of these issues whatever but it's done now so I was annoyed at all that I perceived, I, the last, like, half hour I was annoyed with. <laughs> yeah, I perceived that break after she gives birth and when she goes to confront Dr. Hindle about the fact that he killed the twin or killed the girl instead of killing the twins. I perceived that as sort of a psychotic break on her end. Like postpartum. Yeah. Yeah. It, postpartum and then also just, like, general trauma yeah. of having been raped and stuff. So I think she was legitimately insane mm-hmm. in that last 15 minutes or so, you know, when when she's trying to process all of this. So I don't think that had anything to do with what was going on while she was pregnant. And I think it's actually perfectly reasonable for her to have gone off the deep end oh, no, at that it point. Was. <laughs> no, yes, absolutely. Could we just go back really quick? Yeah. You mentioned rape. Yeah. You're considering that rape. Uh, insemination by somebody unknowingly. Unknowingly, yeah, that's even though the act rape. you are knowingly doing, like, but you don't, you know, you're being inseminated. Like, yeah, well, it's you're the same... you're voluntarily being inseminated. You just don't know by who. Exactly, it's the same. Um, in I know in Michigan because I worked at a criminal law firm in Michigan, and I know that this is a fact for Michigan. I don't know what the rules are in New York, but if somebody misrepresents themselves as like a person that they're not and then uses that identity to have sex with somebody, they can also be prosecuted for rape. So Okay, I did not know any of this. Or I guess I just didn't have a reason to think about it <laughs> Yeah, until now. But okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a violation of your body. Oh. And even, yeah. even if you're you know that somebody's gonna be putting semen up there, you think it's your husband's and it turns out to be this other dude, like that that is absolutely rape. It's definitely not the thing everybody thinks of. Uh, no, right. But but if you do think about it a little bit longer, like yeah, you've been violated. Yeah. Very violated. Yeah. But the other stuff, the the other things during the pregnancy, I really had no idea how to feel about them. No, because... I don't think either of us could have. No. And as you see, I've prepared this lovely board for I'm us. I'm very excited for um, it. And I think it could help us guide our conversation a little bit. So I think we should just do it. For the listeners who can't see this, I have a bulletin board that I have acquired from work, potentially. Maybe. No one can prove it. We have three categories. Real, not real, and then just question marks because who the fuck knows? We can't put it in a category. And I have, I have taken the liberty of writing down some things that happened. Some of them I think we can pretty definitively um, stick into one category or another. And others, I would love to hear how you feel about them. Oh, great. I'm excited. Um, and if you have something else that I'm not mentioning, then we can add that to the board as well. But okay. we can start. Whoops. We can start from this. <laughs> Dropping shit. Let me see where I want to start. Hold on. Yeah, I was going to ask where. I mean, we could fly around this thing. Like okay, crazy. here's. Okay, here's where. Because this is like one of. This happens kind of early in the movie. The weird noises in the apartment. Real or not real? Or we don't fucking know. <laughs> I want to say we don't know because I don't understand the relevance to the noises at all. Adrian when it happens, claims to hear it the first time. And then she hears it and then he doesn't hear it. So He's like, sleeping. Right. So. And I don't know if he's pretending to hear it the first time because he doesn't really react. 
But when she's like, did you hear that? He pauses and then he's like, oh, yeah, I did hear that. Let me go look. And then he disappears into the void, which, by the way, can we talk about all the black space in this movie? There, Yeah, there's black holes in these apartments. It's very strange. Apartment. Yeah. And, and that's one of those things where I felt like they were trying to do something and I just don't know what they were trying to do. But yeah, so I'm going to go with major confusion question marks section because I don't, A, see the relevance to the plot. Well, so I think uh, here's, mm. I get confused here because it led her to the file, to the safe and the file that was in the safe. So it's almost like she was, something was leading her there and it was like the thump of the drawer closing I right, think but that's... then wasn't there a noise before they went to the dinner? Yeah, it was the same noise, though. <sighs> so weird. I guess I'm not saying that the noise is real. I actually think I would put this under not real. I think she imagined this noise and that it was bringing her to the conclusion. It was a subconscious, yeah. Because uh, the alternative is that there was something in their apartment making this noise, like either a person or creature but which like, i think is why i'm saying i don't understand the relevance because if they're trying to make it seem like something was making that noise why what would yeah be well there? my again my theory is that it was subconscious. her subconscious was drawing her to this conclusion somehow and the only reason that i think that or at least the main reason that i think that is the second time in the middle of the night when she wakes up and hears it and she goes to investigate she sees blood dripping from the handle of the top drawer or something which kind of draws her attention to the desk in general and then it's gone like that blood is not real but it's sort of being like hey look over here mm -hmm. like this is where you need to be right now so that's kind of the only thing that I can but <laughs> I was actually scared when watching it the first time the noises scared me and when he snuck up on her when she had the knife and everything I knew it was coming. It was a jump scare moment and I knew it was coming and I freaked out anyway. I jumped and I was like, well, okay, that, <laughs> that scared me. I'm going to put this under not real okay. if that's okay with you. Yeah. To the murder board. Oh. Which we call it a murder board because we will be using this in the future for Riverdale. Yeah, sorry. It's technically not murder right now. <laughs> <laughs> right now. <laughs> right now. For now, but later. Okay, so this is kind of related to that then. The safe in Adrian's office. Is it real? Because Corgan says that when she brought the report to him, that Adrian said he doesn't even have a safe in his office. I think it's real. So is all of this a construct of Lucy's mind? Like maybe this safe doesn't exist. Maybe this was all an exercise in like her subconscious. Okay, where'd he get the bracelet? He took the bracelet out of the safe. He did take the bracelet out of the safe. So it didn't real. have to be in a safe. Didn't have to be. I mean, those costs are pretty penny. I get why. I had to look it, it up. Safe. I was like, I, I, what is this thing? It's oh, like a shackle. It is a shackle. But um, I, I have fake ones that don't need though. The little a key screwdriver and, yeah. thingy. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go real. Okay. Cause I feel like that's that whole conversation when she asked, Cor you know, Corgan's like, oh, he said he didn't have a safe, whatever. That's playing with her. Mm -hmm. And I think because she found it at all is just them trying to deflect to make her seem crazy. So, I, but I think the actual safe itself is real. Yes. Okay. I lean that way too. So we Great. And then this relates to that. Man, I'm so fucking smart. I didn't even really plan it this way, but this is just working out really oh, well great. with my topics here. So Corgan's friendship with Lucy. Real Can or not real. Can we just real. really quickly, what fuck is the name Corgan? I know. I only referred to her as Sophia Bush in my notes, and then I was like, I guess I should look up it's what It's like, I kept thinking of Corgi, like a dog. Yeah, like, what is Corgan? It's not 
It's not a good name. I, don't I mean, like if it. you're trying to think of upscale rich people, you could come up with a better name. Is that the impression we have? Oh, I guess she is. Oh, yeah. but uh, she name drops her husband. Yeah. The name of the baby's Rafe. It's Ralph, but French. Ralph, but French. I mean, I've always loved Rafe ever since Pearl Harbor, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, the name dropping. I think that was the whole point of that. It's the whole upscale point of it. But um, that I want to go question because yes, I have lots of questions about. She's this. a real human. Like yes. th- their interactions are real, but the extent to which their friendship is, I think was like half real half imaginary (laughs) right well because so we know that at some point she kind of betrays lucy and goes to adrian and says Mm -hmm. yo lucy's going off the deep end she found this report i'm giving this to you and then she even goes to see dr hindle for which i think was her incentive in the long haul like i think she was kind of using lucy anyway once she found out at that luncheon oh you didn't have a weight are you kidding like you know people so she slithered her way in got close to Lucy to which now she gets this report from Lucy and she's like I'm gonna go to her husband Mm -hmm. I'm concerned and then that helped kind of work her way yes absolutely get her to be able to see Dr. Hindle okay that's one way to look at it I didn't have such a manipulative view of her in my head it was either I didn't initially until the baby shower it was either initially she was genuinely friends with lucy and then once like the report came out or whatever she was just like didn't know what to do about it because to be fair lucy did sound crazy and yeah if you don't know somebody very well and you know that they are pregnant and (laughs) there is the potential for overreactions or like side effects of the pregnancy that could lead you to be a little bit more paranoid i think her reaction wasn't necessarily i didn't feel betrayed so much no no, but I also feel it's like I kind of get it. <laughs> yeah, but I also think too they were both first-time moms, so for Corgan to be so critical, right? I think that's where Lucy was a where she was going in confiding in her. Mm-hmm. You know, they they both had their issue. You know, like yeah. medical issues and back and forth. And then it just it was a lot fast because I think to myself, okay, why is this person she just met throwing her baby shower? That was the first thing. In her apartment. Like, I was very confused by that. And then, yeah, it was just a lot very quickly. So I felt the minute she found out that she had a closeness to Hindle, Corgan jumped on and was going to, you know, play the part till she got what she wanted. So there was manipulation, but also, like, having another mommy friend. So it it was both. But I think your particular card there goes under the questionable category. Yeah. My other theory was I wasn't sure if she was a plant from the start because Adrian was the one who suggested to Lucy that she should do a mommy group. And, you know, who's to say that they didn't arrange for this woman to be there to kind of keep an eye on Lucy? Maybe not necessarily thinking like anything was going to happen, but to make sure that what did happen was handled properly i mean we're going all over the place like we didn't even we didn't even set the stage for this entire we don't need to (laughs) but i did write at one point it's the end of my first page was everything a setup yeah that was my question i questioned that i got to a point where i was like wait a minute it's just everything a setup yeah and that's why i did this little activity because i I really i really needed to like 
concretely be like, this was real. This was not real. I don't know what the fuck this is because laying it out. I'll be taking when we're done. I'll be taking a picture and posting it to my personal Twitter. Yeah, because um (laughs) to show that we really put the work in. We tried. You really put the work in. (laughs) It was not a lot of work. I'm just gonna talk my ass off. The biggest thing I did was steal that bolt. (laughs) (laughs) But okay, so um, acquired, 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 acquired. Yeah, allegedly. Um, so. Where are we putting Corgan? Um, I think the question category. Yeah, I think so too. Because I really, if she wasn't, if she wasn't a plant, she did a really good job of playing right into Adrian and Doctor Handel's hands of yep. like keeping her in the loop. But if she, but I think I also have a question. I mean, yeah, well, we're gonna still put that in the category. But her going to Handel, she's already pregnant. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Hold so on. what does she need Hindle for? Exactly. I don't know. I had to pause and then Google. Was it just the Xanax? It wasn't. Is that Xanax? A Prazolam, yeah. Shit, you knew that, so no. <laughs> for I, my I, own I... horrible personal reasons. <laughs> but yes, it was Xanax. But right. like, she needs to go to him for that? Well, that's what made me question if she had any involvement or like if she was an innocent because maybe she went to adrian and was like yo this shit's going on and then he was like oh no lucy's being delusional you know what let me hook you up with dr hindle he's gonna like take care of it and then dr hindle prescribes her you know this anxiety medication to maybe calm her the fuck down and be like don't look into this too much more (sighs) maybe and relax but yeah that was my main question too like she's already pregnant very far along why does she need hindle exactly i was i yeah well, that's what, yeah, mm, I don't know. Now that we bring that up again, that makes me feel like she was a real friend to Lucy yeah. and like, and didn't have any, and, and they were just trying to shush her up by being like, oh yeah, um, we'll see you as a patient. I'm going to put you on some Xanax and everything's fine. Yeah. Fuck. I, I'm going to put it slightly in the middle between real and question marks. Yeah. No, that that's the way that I'm leaning. Yeah, that's fine. Too bad we don't have strings. Sorry. Next time. <laughs> for, for the actual murders for Riverdale okay let me see uh, what else I have here so in this same similar conversation so the report on Lucy's behavior I'm trying to remember granted watched it twice trying to remember exactly how it read it it didn't have to I mean we didn't read a lot of it it had the fact that she had the twins and the girl and it, I think it said in the report that they terminated the twins even though they didn't. I it was, It's from Hindle, right? It's their I don't know. Okay. Report. Okay, okay, okay. So I don't know because it's up to date because they have in that report that she went to go see the midwife, Grace Singleton. So like who is which we're gonna get into is that real or not real? Oh, but anyway. Don't worry, it's category. Thank you. Um but who's updating this report and why is there a hard copy it's probably that bitch in Dawn. his safe? Oh fuck okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Once we finish with this board, I can get into exactly how much. No, we'll I get into Dawn. all of the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is this is all business right plenty, now, and yeah. then we're gonna go off the deep end later. Yeah, who is updating these reports? And why do they have a hard copy of them in this safe? Because then, what? Every time there's a note, they have to print out a new copy of this report and keep my it in only the safe? thing. My only thing is. Given what we know at the end, spoiler alert, Adrian and Hindle are in together on making some type mm-hmm. of practice and all of that BS. Yeah. That Adrian asked for copies of her reports after she saw them or saw Hindle mm-hmm. or anytime there was any type of doctor visit. That's my only thing. 
right there is that he just wanted physical copy like he he wanted the documentation but again why does it have to be printed why does exactly it have to be i find it really strange that it's a printed copy and that's why i included the safe and and this as being a question of whether or not it's real because it seems like such a weird thing to do but it, again now again this is why we need string because <laughs> if the report is not real. What did she give Corgan to then talk to Adrian, to then get to Hindle, to then get the prescription, to then have any type of relationship with Lucy in the first place? So I think the report should be questionable and not real. I think it should be in between those two. Because I think... Is it... I don't... Should it's just funny go with, should it's just funny go with Corgan's relationship with Lucy? I... Based on what you just said, I thought you were going to say that the report has to be real because then what did she give to Corgan? Something more serious. That in her disillusion. Her deadly illusion. Her deadly illusion. <laughs> I hate that we keep referring back to that. It's so hard not to. Um, it could have been something not even relevant to what was in the report. I like it. Could you quote a report? That's why I'm doing it in air quotes. But... I feel like if he was going to have a hard copy of something, it was going to be something a little more specific. Right. Like it would harder reveal... evident yeah, stuff. It, well, ugh. did they want her to find it? Were they hoping know. she would find it? I don't know. It? Because you would think that the report would be more honest if they did it. It was in the safe, right? Yeah. Or yeah. the quote unquote safe. Okay. Mm-hmm. That we think is we, we think is real because of the, the bracelet. Yes. He had the, like, we saw him take the bracelet out first. Right. To A, tell us the safe exists, and he locks up important shit. So this report had to have been important to some degree. Mm -hmm. That seemed like a normal doctor visit notes. You know what I mean? Yes. So is what's on the, that's where I'm getting at. Is what's on the report what we think it is compared to what they are reading off of it? You know what I'm saying? The importance of... The contents, right? Is what I, I'm saying. I think, like, is she reading something different than what was actually on yes, the report? Yes, yes. Is her illusion of what's on the report different from what theirs is? Well, because I was just about to go and put like my tinfoil hat on for a second. Because when we do see him take the bracelet out of the safe, underneath it's just a folder that says HLM or like whatever the initials were of the practice, which could have been the report, but it also could have been the paperwork for their partnership, which and, we see at the end. Yeah, so she could have technically taken that out and in her delusion thought Thought it was a report on her yeah because the report here's my thing like don't why would you lock up these reports in a safe if it didn't have anything on it she didn't already know right and it didn't it didn't it didn't really have anything i mean although it said that you know she had gotten some kind of injection but all it was talking about was how they terminated the twin pregnancy which isn't actually what happened so like they're lying so you would think that you know if they were trying to hide something they would have the real report in there of the fact that they terminated the girl baby pregnancy right Okay. And we'll get into all that, too, because that I have questions. So now I'm feeling like this is more in the question mark area. Primarily. Because I've... Yeah, I think, I I think we now I'm questioned confused. it a lot. Yeah, now I'm confused. I thought I kind of knew, but now I'm feeling more confused. Those three question marks. Okay. For this, this, yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to talk about something else that kind of relates to the safe in the report that's going to lead into the next thing that I want to discuss about whether Great. or not it was real. And that is the fact that Lucy was able to work out the safe combination because of that hotel scene. Oh. So. I want to talk about it and I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly not going to lie. The hotel scene scarred in my beard. <laughs> it's in there. But at the same time, 
I'm trying to remember how they correlate. Okay, so the only, the connection here is that when, so Adrian walks into the hotel, mm-hmm. we're kind of watching from a balcony, which is weird, because eventually we find out Lucy's in the closet of this room, so like, that's why I don't think it's real, but. Well, I mean, it's definitely not real. But that nurse tells him, oh, you know. He's in room He's whatever. in room 1992. And when she uh... goes, when she's trying to hack into the safe the second time, or the third time, she has this flashback memory of that number and that's the number that opens the safe hmm. i wonder if that's the year you graduated college or something i don't know i i couldn't figure out exactly what the significance Again, i'm of not remembering the was. number i'm not even remembering that part i'm just remembering what happened in the hotel room right and i don't like it i don't know why this happened i do okay wow <laughs> sorry All no right. I do because it's like primarily in my notes on both parts, both my handwritten and my phone ones. Adrian's very subservient to Hindle. Mm-hmm. And I get that he's his mentor. But from day one, opening scene, whatever, opening scene of them together, there is just this obsession that Adrian, I feel like, has with Hindle. And you see it immediately. And even when they find out they're pregnant, he hugs Hindle first. Mm-hmm. And it's like, are you obsessed with this man? Like, so her vision or dream or nightmare. Mm-hmm. honestly of this scene and could we go into it because our podcast is please explicit as it can be <laughs> adrian gets to the room looking out the window and then all of a sudden you see hindle come up take his shirt off isn't well, he already shirtless didn't he just come from oh no no you're right right he had like i thought he had a he towel com- on but no he had, no, was wearing pants right and he, i remember and that he, like, now <laughs> And then he takes his shirt off, whatever, and then he goes over in front of Adrian, and Adrian's sitting on the bed. Can I tell you, I can keep going into it, but basically he's going to give Hindle the best BJ of his life. And it's awkward. It's awkward only because in my mind, I would never see Justin Thoreau giving Pierce Brosnan a blowy. Is that Justin Thoreau? Didn't we just Thoreau. go over this? Thoreau. 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 Whatever, it's French. <laughs> Regardless, I wouldn't see one giving the other a blowy. So her seeing that, I definitely understand why they made that a vision of hers. Because subconsciously, subconsciously, she, was to she work knows out. that they're honestly obsessed with each other, yeah. or at least Adrian is obsessed with Indel mm-hmm. so much so that like he has him wants him to give the speech at his thing, and, right? And I think that's also. I mean, we'll get into that too. I don't know if that's part of your stuff, but that's a lot of where the voiceover kind of happens where you're trying to see what's real and what's not Mm -hmm. because they're at the dinner and he's giving his speech and it's a lot of like- It's interspliced. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's got the look on her face like it's hitting me. she was putting two and two together because he was talking about the fairy tale and I think she was connecting that back to And he said, I'll always be a part of these families. And I was like- Although there's no way she knew what was going on there. No, but for us- as a second, as a second watch, as a second that watch, speech was loaded. <laughs> as a second watch, yes, because he literally said he might as well have just come out and said it's my semen <laughs> because it was yeah he wrote every family forever a part of yeah and I'm like oh ding 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 like get it now but you needed a second watch for that shit yeah but I don't think that that's what she was putting together I think she was connecting it with when she was kind of passing out when they were doing the selective reduction and is that a real thing by the way that I did not look up but I I honestly gasped when he said it because I wasn't expecting it he said it so soon and that's another thing too 
Do, oh, do we want to put this up? Oh first? yeah, we should put this somewhere. So um, I think we're in agreement that this was not that real. That scene was not real. But correct. the thing, uh, the thing that I do want to talk what about comes more from it was real. Yeah, is is the fact that it provided her with real information to get into that safe, which we've decided is real. But <laughs> it's just I don't ugh! again strings. Yeah, but even I'm going I, to Michael's this week. I mean, I don't think the string would help. Well, no, <laughs> it because would just we would make just it more string it to real. Like it's not real, but it connects to a real thing. But the actual scene itself is not real. Correct. I feel I don't know this. This feels like a wrapping up thing, but I feel like we were kind of there in the conversation, so I'm just gonna go with it. Doctor Hindle's confession at the end. Frigio semen. Yeah. It's part yes. of the confession. I mean, it's... Yeah, his whole his whole M.O. Like, did she imagine this? I don't know, because the Did whole... she imagine everything? Like, that's right, what this question is thing. asking. <laughs> but we'll never know, given how the movie ends. Right, yeah, we don't get enough to know one way or another. So, for me, I'm tempted to think that this was real, that this thread that's holding everything together... His, yes, I think that's real, and I think that Adrian obviously was brought in. When? This is a big question I have. We can wait until we're done with the board to right. talk about No, the, but that is a good question, more. because I didn't think of the when. I, I, I need when. to know the when. <laughs> Personally, I need to know the when, and we will go over it in detail, because I have, like, meticulous notes about this. I think he knew right off the bat. Well, uh, okay. Hold on. We need. Okay. Okay. We'll I feel go back. like it's a, it's a different conversation. It is. Okay. We're having right now. So All right. We'll so go, his we'll confession is basically like, listen, I have superior seed. <laughs> but that's another thing. You're curing infertility. Yeah. They're going to you for infertility. Well, so your semen is curing them of that, and they're old boys. Also, are they old boys? I have a big question. About, I mean, I have a question about that. If this has happened before, because he wants, uh, if yeah, he has manipulated situations so that the boys survive, but like he also has to be able to keep functioning, so he can't like raise too many eyebrows. So I think he's selective. I don't think every woman that goes in there receives his, his semen. I think they do. I just I don't think that would be possible for him to continue operating. I think they do. And I think, okay, so we got the scene where Adrian goes in with the cup and has to watch very aggressive porn. Has to? I don't know. That seems well, voluntary. Well, not has to. It's voluntary. It's very... <laughs> I think he probably picked that porn out himself. Right. But we had to see it. They made us see it for a reason. But anyway, given when they boned later, he choked her and I was like, eh, okay, got it. <laughs> So we saw him go in to jerk it into a cup. So yeah. I think maybe not all of them do a double. Is it a double insemination? How does that work? No, I think I think in this instance, they probably just threw out Adrian's semen and used Dr. And Hindle's. got a girl and two boys. How, how are we doing this? Cause what do you I mean th- got a girl and two boys? What does that have to do with anything? So you think his sperm did triplets right off the bat? Well, no, I mean, they're not triplets. They're right. twins that's, and that's a That's what singlet. I'm saying. So I'm saying is the sing was the singlet Adrian's like did he do like a weird like no. double transfer? No, I think two of Doctor Hindle's sperm fertilized the twins and the singlet girl. I mean, this could lend more proof to the fact that Corgan wasn't innocent and everything. But like he sees Corgan, she's a patient, but she's already pregnant, so she can't possibly be carrying his babies. That would be plenty of reason for him to like not see her as a patient. So I just I feel I think like- whoever he's inseminating, he's inseminating. Did you see that fridge? That was a lot of semen. Yeah. But I think you would have to be careful doing something like that. You have to make sure that the father, I, I mean, like, does he loop in the father Again, every time? No. No, that's the whole point. The father goes in, jerks it. He thinks he's putting his fucking semen in there. And it's this guy's. 
No, that's... But he, wouldn't that cause problems if you had, an, had like, a black couple or an Asian couple? I think couple? he's going to figure that out. Like, <laughs> but, I don't think... But that's what I mean. Like, I feel like there are so many problems if you don't choose carefully who you're inseminating with your demon seed. I don't know, but that was a lot of semen. It was a lot of semen. Yeah. So, anyway, we're legitimizing his confession. Yeah, I think it was this, real seems like a proper motive i feel like there's probably somebody who does that now oh god i'm not gonna lie i think there's definitely corrupt doctors that do that shit now i mean that's horrifying and also like i feel like it should be like with diamonds where you know like they do it all in front of you if like they're resetting something it should be the same with your semen they should take your cup and in your line of sight fill it up in the vial Mm. (laughs) and inject it you never lose sight of the vial if i ever need to deal with that i'm going to make sure that happens okay so let's talk about lucy bringing adrian lunch twice i think that was a question mark why because i think he was fucking with her at that point right i don't think she brought it to him two times i think i don't the either. time we saw her there she brought it he already had the lunch mm-hmm and fucked with her, knowing that she was already all screwed up. Right. But how? How would he have known that she would get lunch from this place? How would he have had the bag? I don't think he would have known. I think it was just a coincidence. It's a lucky guess. I don't know, but I still think it's a question in the question category. I think it... Well, I think it's in the question category for that, because in my first watching of it, I was like, oh, well, he's obviously fucking with her. And then the longer that I thought about it, I was like, wait, but how could he have done this? How could he, he have He was also super nasty it? about it. It annoyed me. He annoyed me throughout. I didn't like his character. I, also I don't think f- we were supposed to. Right. To be but fair. I also felt like he didn't have the best. He didn't have a lot of dialogue. I feel like he just was, he was there, but he wasn't there. One, one dimensional, perhaps. Yeah. I, I don't know. I thought he was a little bit nuanced because they kind of brought you to the conclusion that he was a selfish piece of shit without immediately coming out and say that. Like when he suggested naming the boy. Oh, his name. Yeah. Yeah. After him. That was just like a, hmm, okay. And then when he wanted her to quit her job to be a full-time mom, there were these little subtle things that were super anti-patriarchy to the point mm. where I was like, wow, this movie really hates men because it just felt like every man in it was a dick bag, yeah. a bag of dicks. So. I think that might have been the point, too. Oh, absolutely. I think that was one of the themes, <laughs> for sure. I actually think they kind of did a good job of indicating that Adrian would turn on her, or at least be more aligned with himself or with Dr. Hindle than with Lucy. The last thing that I have, and if you have more stuff that you wanted to talk about again, we can do that. But the last thing I have is the midwife. Grace Singleton. I think she wasn't real. mystical negress. At all? What about the final scene with her where she looks like a normal person? So then she has a question mark. And so she was half and half. And Dr. Hindle acknowledges her existence too because he says like, oh, like Grace should be fired or like she should not be allowed to do what she does because she doesn't even have an affiliation with a hospital or whatever. He indicated that he knew who she was. This whole but that's- thing confuses the fuck out of me. Yeah, because she sees her on the magazine. Right. So now, my first question. Wrote it down, thinking about it. The importance of the magazine, which we find Mm -hmm. later. But if you despise this midwife and she's on the cover Mm -hmm. with you, why is the magazine even out? Yes. It's like you're sort of promoting her. Yes. So what... 
done. Oh. I, have a, I have a lot of questions around this. Like, honestly, this this is the biggest sticking point for me with this movie because I don't understand this part of it. I think that's the biggest. I is, think this is like, if you could have made that square bigger, mm-hmm. it would go, it would take over the question real, mark. Real, not real, and question marks. It, <laughs> because honestly, like the whole Negress area where it was like African tribal office mm-hmm. is not real. But Allegedly. she is real because after giving birth to the twins, she goes and sees her and is crying and right. she's in an office that's not dressed to right. that, to those, yeah. you know, the, the specifications. Totally yes. different. And so parts real, parts not real. Like it's, right. and then again, like we said, why if Hindle was not a fan of this woman, why even have that magazine out? The question that I need to answer is if she is affiliated with Dr. Hindle. If this was... To test patients? Not to test patients, but in case patients were feeling weird about the process and wanted to go to, like, another place so that he could still continue to keep... it Similarly to Corgan. Uh-huh. So similarly keep saying. an eye and just, like, if anything weird is happening, you know, continue to kind of take care and watch over this person, but ultimately send them back to Dr. So Hindle. she's real and anything surrounding her is not real in Lucy's eyes. I, I don't know... I, I think Lucy's not seeing her clearly, but she exists. So she would be. I think she exists for sure. I think Grace Singleton exists. What I don't fully understand is if she existed as an operative of Dr. Hindle or if she existed. Well, she has to like question. She's a question mark. Given your reaction right now, she is a question mark because you're giving her to be two angles that are. Yeah. No, she's a question mark. Yeah, I don't. I, this caused me a lot of a lot of stress <laughs> trying to figure this particular thing out because why would she lie about being this mystical I, I honestly don't even like saying mystical negress she said that line I feel really uncomfortable calling anybody a negress but that's just me yeah but that's what she calls herself and she's like I'm not your mystical negress but like why would she say that mm. if she wasn't involved somehow or knew to the extent that Lucy was she thinking must have, of her She as, must have known that yeah. Lucy saw her that way. And right. To, it had to have come up before. Right. And to go back to your point about the magazine, like, Dawn hunted her down at work to get this to magazine get the back. magazine back. Why? That was weird as fuck. Why? I think I remember my notes like, yeah, this is totally normal. <laughs> like, of course, you would just hunt somebody down for this magazine. And I'm sorry, if he was on the cover of a magazine, wouldn't you have several copies of it? Absolutely. Just say. You would have one framed in your office. You would not leave it out in your waiting room. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that was sketch as fuck. So the only thing I can think of as to why they need it back is to dispose of any proof that Grace existed as a mystical negress. Maybe. Because but they're trying... Then why, again, why have it in the waiting room then? They're trying to drive her insane. <sighs> yeah, I think she's a question mark. I think we have to, just because I... I mean, well... She's real, but I don't know. She's what... a real person, but the scenarios surrounding her are not. The yeah, the the whole tribal ethnic situation mm-hmm. is confusing. Did Lucy create that? I think in so. Her I own think mind? she wanted. Yeah, I think she wanted this outlet of feeling a little safer in her experience, and that was, you know, oh, this person is somehow in. Incon- huh. <laughs> Right? Like, it's maddening. The question is now coming up. 
Did she think because Grace was on the magazine with Hindle that she felt safe? Like, okay, a woman's perspective in this realm. And then now it being... Because if you think about it, she... Grace, or for, as far as we know, delivers these babies. Mm-hmm. And is just as surprised as she is that it's twins. Right, yeah. So she... Yeah. That's why... And, and also because, you know... Hindle shit talks Grace at the end, implying that she like shouldn't be allowed to practice. So I mean that could just be an act, and he's like pretending. But it does seem there are indications that they're not affiliated. But I can't understand how they would be unless she was just imagining- not so much affiliated, but just that they're in the same publication, so they must have some of the same values of some sort. Well, some connection somehow. Well, I just, I don't, uh, I don't know how to reconcile that last scene with her where she's like, yeah, this office has never been decorated differently. And like, I don't know what you're talking about. But the fact that she was, was acknowledged that she saw her. And she was advertised in the magazine in, As, in yes. ethnic garb. But is that, are we only seeing what Lucy sees? <sighs> I don't but that's know. But that's why she has to be a question. Yeah, we're putting her in a question mark because this, this. I can't let this continue to, like, occupy so much Mm-mm. of my time because it really... I and we can't. have so much more to cover. Not even cover, just discuss. That's all of the topics that I had for the board. Did you have anything else that you needed to decipher whether or not it was um, real? Okay. I- I'm going to bring this to the board because... Bring this to the I'm board. I'm going to bring this to the board. Like, it's school. It's the Board of Education. I don't know why. I don't <laughs> the, know why board that's of, the Board of Education. I feel like that's the only reason I ever heard that. It's like, bring it to the board. But anyway, Hashtag Board of Education. Her job. Yeah. And the level at which she is, mm-hmm. and just her ins and outs every day of the job, I think we can categorize that. Or question its category. Because anytime we see her at work, it's a different scenario, I feel like. Because... We're given, okay, she's like an equal. Then she gets this promotion, sort of, kind of, right? She gets a big account. She gets a big account, okay? The minute she gets the big account, though, she finds out she's pregnant and she's got to tell the bigwig guy, right? Mm -hmm. So she tells him, but the minute she tells him, the other guys come in, but they're all super excited. (laughs) They're super excited for her. But -hmm. you know deep down they're excited because they know she's going to have to step down anyway because she's pregnant. And then... She does the presentation, sells them over. She's very excited, all this stuff. Just to then be taken off of it for no real particular reason. Like, she's not really given a reason. And then even that, like, when Dawn comes to visit her to get the magazine, like, I just feel like aspects of her job could be questions. The job's real, but aspects of the jobs are questions. Question mark section. Because you don't think that they happened? Correct. I mean, because then she gets taken off the account Mm -hmm. and then goes and sees Adrian with the whole lunch scenario. That's intertwined somehow. So I just wonder what part of her job is real and what's not. You know, because the whole backstory, too, like, she wants to work. She's like, am I going to have it all? I'm going to have the kid and the job and the this. And he's like, you're not fucking working. And it's like, so then is her job, again, aspects of her job real or... What was the promotion real? Was the account real? Was was it just part of, you know, the relationship with Corgan or I find it interesting that you're questioning the reality of her job because I think that's one of the only things that 
anchored me to her story. (laughs) I thought that her job seemed legit from the beginning to the end. Okay. The only thing that made me kind of like... I think I questioned it only because I questioned everything else and I felt like part of the job... I'm not saying the job isn't real. The job itself is real, but aspects of the job are not. I almost... Scenarios she went through. I felt that the job was another way to criticize the patriarchy and men in general. Well, yeah, the whole job is male. Right. Yeah. She's only, she only has male colleagues and, you know, they act super supportive, but in the end they end up like pulling the rug out from under her, probably because she's pregnant, though they don't say that. Right. And it's like she won over the presentation, which was another thing that bothered me. So as realistic as the scenario is in everyday life. I don't know. For the movie, I felt like maybe some of it, who's to say? Or are we to believe that? Just like her friendship with Corgan, this wasn't something that Adrian or Hindle went to her boss's about. Arranged for. That's the only thing that I questioned in terms of her job was whether or not there was interference that caused her to lose that account. That's the only thing, but we don't have any proof we don't, of that. We don't, which is why I, I don't know. And there's just, the I, only, I questioned it anyway. Yeah, the only very tenuous connection that we could make is that if Adrian was talking to her boss about letting her go from this account, he may have been able to find out where she orders lunch from or whatever. And that's how he was able to have the lunch that she brought him. That's literally the only thing that I can think of that would connect the two. But other than that, I felt like it was kind of a valid situation at work. Okay. All right. I have another one for the board. Okay. The ovarian hyperstimulation. Yes. Is that real? It is. But I will say I did do some research on this because I always do. And my issue with that particular ailment is that even you don't bleed that much. Even in the most severe cases of OHSS, heavy bleeding is not one of the symptoms. Okay. And, That's where my question came in. And because... it's definitely not a sim- like a minor symptom. So the way that Dr. Hindle kind of blew it off. Like you're fine. Yeah. He should have been more concerned because that's not a normal thing that should be happening. Okay. So the bleeding in general, she looks down and Adrian's reactions even like not he's not really phased by it like not as much as i think he should have been for the amount of blood that was there there was so much blood yeah that's why i decided to get red wine for this evening oh great now that i really want to drink it i'm sorry (laughs) yeah no that was just one of those scenarios where i felt like i i believed that the condition was real just how they portrayed it was a little off yeah i was actually debating putting this on the board but what i i didn't know what else it could be you know like right. i don't know enough about gynecology and obstetricians to to tell you why somebody would be bleeding that much because this is after the um the girl baby is terminated so is there is there bleeding after that but then like that wouldn't necessarily be something that he would have to hide from her he could just say oh yeah you're gonna bleed you're gonna bleed because you know the twins blah blah blah. like he could still stick to that yeah i didn't really know what to make of that i think Maybe just to make her feel like she was being lied to or to make us feel like she was being lied to, even though I already got that impression. Yeah. I'm going to put this under question marks. I feel like 
I feel like I don't really know. <laughs> like, like something yeah. definitely happened to her, but I don't know. Right. Actually, maybe I should put it under not real because I'm like, I'm not a doctor, but I'm like 90% certain that this was not what he said it was. Right. That exists, but what happened to her was not that. Yeah. I'm going to put it under not real. Okay. Similarly, when he claims that, like, Xanax is safe to take while you're pregnant, it is not. (laughs) It is a controlled substance. And he made it sound like, oh, we know now that it's safe to take in low doses later in pregnancy. According to Google, not true. So. According to Google. And Google is always right. So my other bit of research that I've done. Which I'm very curious about. Well, I looked into mommy brain a little bit. Oh, I hate that term. Just because they blame a lot of stuff happening to Lucy on mommy brain. She was having really severe symptoms. You know, like the whole bringing Adrian lunch thing and forgetting about it. That's That's serious. That's, oh, you said that's easy. I'm thinking like losing time, forgetting that you. I think that that's a typical thing. No, it's not. I mean, like short term memory loss, sure. Like that kind of thing. Oh, like bringing somebody lunch. Like going through a whole activity and not even remembering that you did it. I don't know. Like, I I think her symptoms are being portrayed as very severe, which, I mean, obviously there's something else going on here. Studies have actually shown that during pregnancy, a woman's gray matter brain cells actually shrink due to an influx of hormones. And side note, this also happens on like a less dramatic scale during your period. Your Mm. brain cells shrink a little bit. (laughs) Mine are totally shrunk. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, kind of explains something. But it could potentially explain, like, forgetfulness and feeling out of sorts. But everything that I've read on Mommy Brain is, like, it's minor little things. Right. Stuff that wouldn't cause you to have, like, an emotional breakdown in the way that it does But is it all happening prior to birth? That's what I hate about that. Like, mommy brain. Okay, you're not a mommy yet, so shut the fuck up. Yes. So, I... I, I'm getting personal. No, but, like, personally, I would refer to what Lucy was going through as pregnancy brain rather than mommy brain. We're just in a little brain fog. Like... Sure. I'm not gonna say mommy brain, because it's like, you're not a mommy yet. Well, after birth, there is suggestions that you have... postpartum and all that. And also insomnia. I mean, a lot of a new lot contribute to it. Yes, um, aren't sleeping particularly well, so that can contribute to it. So I mean, it is what it is. I right. just I don't think it accounts for the behaviors that you know. If we're if we're to believe that Lucy is crazy and that she's not being driven crazy intentionally by other people, like I just don't think we can chalk it up to mommy brain. No, like, no, I think this is completely else, different. Yeah. There's something else going on here, right? The other thing I had to look at was the size of Wendy. Um, I have a lot of thoughts about that. So, I I mean, I did... That is Not actually... technical thought, just regular... Regular run-of-the-mill thought. Yeah. But if her growth was terminated around 20 weeks, which it probably was, given the fact that, like, external sex organs don't start developing until around that time and, like... Uh, well, they, they develop earlier, but, like, the ultrasounds that reveal them don't usually take place until around 20 weeks. But that size and, like, that level of growth and development is actually consistent, I guess, with what it would have been. So that was scientifically accurate. If you were wondering. I will jump back. Okay. Given the termination and when she gave birth to the twins, how is Wendy still in a bag? What do you mean? Well... Selective reduction. Wasn't she taken out? 
No, I mean, she, and actually, um, Lucy asked this question, like, what happens to the reductions is what she calls them. And Dr. Hindle says they attach to the placenta and they just, like, stay in the womb until, and they'll come out with the afterbirth. So that's what we saw at the end. That's, that was that, like, really Okay, okay, still, okay, so my question still sticks. Why was she in a bag just sitting on, like, Oh, oh, in the, in the lab? Right, like, why was she still in the lab? That is, yeah, that was stupid. I also wrote that down, like, why would this be sitting out? It's not like her operation occurred, like, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> but it scares me that she is still... They should have disposed of that um, that waste and, like... It scares me to call it waste, too. Oh, yeah, I mean... Given what we saw. I mean, it's it's not... Well, maybe that's why they keep it. I don't know. Maybe they think The that... whole thing just creeped me out, and then just everything that followed. Well, this... But... Go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to say, this, like, kind of tweaks that discussion we were having before about whether or not he does this with all of his patients. I mean, if he's had to selectively reduce and if he has chosen to selectively reduce out female babies, don't Why you think... Why females? Well, don't you think so? Well, because they can't pass on... I mean... Who cares? Wants, they're still his genes. He wants them to have the ability to pass it on. Like, I don't know. Then The amount can... that he's passing on, I think a female here and there is going to be fine. Well, but like, I mean, you've seen this sometimes where when they talk about the debate between whether or not, or whether men should use birth control more so than women, or regulate themselves because one man can inseminate unlimited women within a year, but right. a woman if she gets pregnant, she can only have one baby per year. So like Yes, she can pass on his genes, but the men can do it so much more proliferally. Oh, God. Can proliferate much more efficiently. But, like, you would think that there would be an uproar and an outrage if every woman who goes in there is like, ah, you killed the baby that I wanted to keep. What the fuck happened here? This can't be the first time that he's had to get unethical about his selective reductions. So, I don't know. I mean... Can we just also talk about how she deep-throated dawn with a fucking oh my god with the probe yeah that was the whole fight scene was honestly like way more graphic than i was expecting it was way way more graphic but then it was also like and rubbed it in and it was like what is happening it was also like a comedy because then dawn's like oh i could deep throat yeah yeah pulls it out myself not to have a gag reflex and i was like wait what does that matter what do you do this often like what is which leads me back to the dawn thing yeah. Are her and Hindle boning? Oh, God. I hope not. But, I mean, she, she's a psychopath. No. She's obsessed with him. No, I was I was obsessed with hating her, so I I don't know that I... You know I... what? She gave me Serena... Serena Joy from Vibes, yes. I got Stepford wife vibes from her because she was all... I think that's like a combo, She smiled though. all the time. She was, like, perfect. The thing that bothered me right out the gate was when she was like, oh, my God, let's change the name on your file immediately. Like, we're changing the name. Don't worry. It's going to be Lucy, not Lucia. I'm like, what the fuck does this matter? Why do we care about this? Also, the fact that it was brought up at all, what's the significance of her being like that her name's Lucia and she didn't like being called Lucia? Yeah, we don't know that. 
We don't know that. The fact that it was brought up at all just bothered me because it was like right out the gate. She's like, I go by Lucy. I don't like Lucia. And it's like, then why do that in the first place? She said it very casually too as though like, you know, like you can call me Lucia, but like I do go by Lucy. But then they made such a big deal out of it when, and like she, she went on her headset and she was like, can we please have a name change? And it was just like, all right. You could just do it in the computer. Yeah, can you fuck off? And then when she was filling out her paperwork, she's like, we're doing the name change right now. And it's like, who cares about this? And then later in her baby shower, when she opens her gift from Corgan and she's like, how'd you know my name is Lucia? And it's like, come well, on. Well, that was what was supposed to make us think that she, there was something going on. Well, did like, she work for the them? Right. Like, well, that, yes. Why? Like, that's, that added another layer to that. But then why would she know her name was Lucia? Because they changed her name in the file at Hindle's anyway. So, like, yes, <laughs> thank would be you. Okay, yes. I don't know. It's fucking weird. Yeah, that moment was weird to me because I, I felt like that was almost an honest mistake that then um, Lucy took and blew out of context. Like, that's the only time where I felt like, wait, what? Like, why, why yeah. did you assume that there's something sinister going on here? I don't know. That was odd. While we're kind of talking about the shower, I need to talk about Peter Pan. Okay. This was a theme throughout the movie. Was it? Yeah. Well, Wendy. Well, yeah. The name of the daughter, which I think was also the name of Lucy's mother, who she lost. Because it was never said directly, but when they were talking about baby names... Adrian said, like, oh, that's perfect. Like, some, like a great way to honor your mom. I think that had to do with Peter Pan, though. I don't think the mom's name was Wendy. I think it was a matter of, like, she grew up, like, that was their thing. Peter I disagree. Pan. I, okay. Well, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I, we don't have any confirmation on that, so that could be. But the nursery has Peter Pan wallpaper. I think, right. actually, you could argue that at the very beginning when they show the window with, like, the curtains blowing, that that was kind of, like, a reference to... The night that, like, Peter Pan first visited the Darling family, like, the window was open, and that's how he got in. I dug real deep into this. I, I see by that. By the way. Also, the fact that she becomes pregnant with two boys and a girl, which is Wendy, and then she, Wendy had two brothers. They weren't twins, but John and Michael. So that's a parallel. Right. Right there. My problem with this whole thing is I just, I don't know what it means. <laughs> like, I don't know why. And then, obviously, at the end, when she has the... The twins and she like lets them fly out the window to Neverland. That was mm. I mean it was a hall- okay. Well, yeah, no, it was that, a hallucination. Length, yes, but that was a good yes. But that was why she was doing that. And the song that's playing over it is from a musical version, I think, of Peter Pan. So that whole scene was fucking weird. Yes, but as I said, I think she was having a psychotic break. So I think I just want to know after that scene. You know, she obviously yells at Adrian to leave, take the take the twins, get the fuck out, you know? Mm-hmm. And she breastfeeds the fetus. Yeah. I mean, again, she was not in a good place. I know. But it was just one of those things, like, did we need to see that? But anyway, what comes of this? You know, like, I'm very, conf- like, I want to kind of know, like, what comes of all this now? Um, I mean, I think I... I- <laughs> I didn't really feel like I needed more closure than that. I think Adrian was probably going to have to raise these two kids because she was not willing to do that after the trauma that she went through. And she was probably going to have a lot of problems. So there's, I mean. But I, he did that to her, right? What do you mean? Like he kind of fucked her up. 
Oh, he totally did. And let's, so now let's talk about this, the thing that I need to know. When did he know that this, you know, false insemination was going to happen? I think from day one. Because. He kind of pushed her to even go to Hindle. Yes. Because she was like hesitant on it. And he's like, can we go this time? Like, like, let's do it. I don't think from day one, personally. I think that he knew of Hindle and then like they went to him. And then after their first appointment, Hindle asks to speak to him privately. And so that could have been when he told him, let him in on what was actually happening. But then he gives the semen sample. Mm-hmm. for the insemination he could have he didn't have to do that if he knew that it was just going to be thrown out unless he knew his was bad like his was shit well, then why do it why give, give the semen her the fucking idea that it was she happening. didn't know that he was he could have lied and said i'm going to do my deposit and then gone to the bar or something like done something else we see him giving the semen deposit so i think in good faith he thought that that semen was going to be used i think he knew from day one I think that was the I whole. Disagree. I think that was the whole purpose of the movie. That like they tried and tried and tried. It didn't work. It didn't work. And he knew like, okay, this is what I'm getting into, and we're gonna do it for us now. I this, think... this is what we're. This is our plan. Him and Hindle. This is the business. Da da da. But it got to a point where we tried enough, and now it's time we're gonna test the theory. We're gonna test this out, and that was his whole thing. That's my thing. That's that's what I take from it. I disagree. Okay. I think Hindle leveraged the possibility of Adrian joining his practice to convince Adrian to go along with this. I don't think he knew going in that this is what Hindle was doing, but I think at some point in the process, Hindle took him aside and said, look, I want you to join my practice. I want you to be a part of this. Look at all the money I'm making. But like, also, I'm doing this shady biz over here. And you have to be okay with that. And Adrian is a selfish piece of shit. So he was like, all right, that seems fair. And then at the end of the movie, he even says to Lucy, this is going to be a great thing for us. This is, I did this for us. And, you know, this is a good move, blah, blah, blah. I think he, I think there was a deal there that happened where Hindle was like, I'll make you a partner in my business if you let me inseminate your wife. And he was like, sure. That's what I think happened. Okay. It doesn't make him less of a scumbag. No. But I don't think he knew what was going on with Hindle before he got involved. And actually, this segues into my kind of very tinfoily theory. Do you think that there's any possibility that Dr. Hindle is Adrian's father? Oh! Um. We know he's been doing this for a while. Don no. has been working with him for 18 no. years, but he could have been doing it before then. He calls him son at one point, and they do have this weird connection. They've been married for how long? How does she not know his father? But like, That's I don't weird. think I don't think necessarily he was the man who raised him, but his. That's a stretch. I think his sperm donor. <laughs> no, I don't see that. I think that's a stretch. We're really reaching now. I don't think that's. I I just I don't know, man. There's got to be something to explain why they have such a weird close relationship. It's his mentor. He's yeah. obsessed with him. His dad. I don't think so. <laughs> Looks up to him like a father. Nope. Nope. I think it's just... No. It would feed more into your theory because maybe Hindle was like, Hey, son, come on in on my project here right from the beginning. I'm summoning no. lots of people. <laughs> no, I think they could have just gang- like ganged up. 
join together, join forces. Because even like the mommy group said, you know, like, oh, wait. So it could be like a mommy makeover bundle. Like mm-hmm. we get like, the you know, talk, yeah. and the, right. So I think that could have been the initial selling point for the both of them. And then that's when Adrian was like, listen, let's just come see my guy. Some come see my guy. Because it was talked to about prior and he was trying to be the first well not the first but like like oh i've seen it happen already wink wink let's get in on it well but he does act like it's the first time he's seen dr hindle in a while when have their initial appointment yeah anyone could do that i i I think he knew from the get-go i disagree formally i'm gonna go on the record i disagree a couple quick things speaking as somebody who doesn't want to have kids there are a couple things that really irritated me the first thing was when Lucy and Adrian were talking about how she has like no one to talk to about being pregnant and she's like oh yeah my friends they're so annoying they're young and they just are loud and they don't have babies and stuff and it was like oh yeah how dare your friends not have children that's so terrible of them (laughs) I found it offensive and then I mean the other thing we kind of talked about it separately but the whole um oh I will vomit now because I am pregnant (laughs) This is the first sign there of me being pregnant. There was plenty of, like, pregnancy. Just the t- constant touching of the belly in public. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it mm. so much. I couldn't stop looking at it. It was after she gave the pitch to that company, and she's just, like, rubbing. Oh, she's sitting, she's, like, like she's... massaging her baby, and I'm just like, this is so uncomfortable. Like, you don't need to do this in public in front of your colleague. I don't <laughs> like that. Another thing that bothered me was, uh, and I honestly don't like thinking about it. It's making me a little nauseous. Every time... Dr. Hindle had to put lube yes. on oh, something. Oh, he did like an extra, like, he, like, really massaged it Oh, in. my God. He spent way too long massaging lube onto his medical instruments. I was so uncomfortable. And when That's he, what made me think that him and Dawn Bone, because the way she, like, put it on for I him, was, and then uh, she, like, watched him do it, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just think he gets off on the on the idea that he's preparing to, like, unexpectedly inseminate these women because the same thing happened when he was um, actually injecting her with his semen. He was making these weird noises while he was doing it. They were like very quiet, but like sort of orgasmic. Like, did you not notice this? No. Oh my God. Go back and watch that scene again. Cause I don't want to watch it. Yeah, no, actually don't do that to yourself. It was awful. But he was like making sort of like satisfactory Mm. sort of noises. Uh, uh, it was uncomfortable. That was the only time when I was uncomfortable in this movie. Like, for the most part, it really wasn't that difficult to watch. But those moments were like, oh, I am uncomfortable right now. I just want to also briefly mention the really weird music at the beginning and then at the end. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, this is just something. I don't know if I recognize. This is just something that's wrong in my brain, I think, because it became, it was instrumental. And then there were voices that were singing like, oh, oh. Or like whatever they were singing things, okay. but in my head they sounded like meows. <laughs> so I'm just sitting there like meow, 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 meow. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I don't remember that. Listen to it again, and now you will hear meows. I promise, because once I heard them, I couldn't unhear them. Um, it just sounds like a cat chorus, and. If it doesn't sound like a cat chorus, it also kind of sounds like that scene from Wreck-It Ralph with the Laffy Taffy, the singing Can't Laffy even tell Taffy. You I know what that is. Oh, Wreck-It Ralph is a great movie. The end. But the music was questionable. That, that's all. It, it made me laugh a lot. 
and the evil pregnancy test that glowed red in the very beginning, like that opening credit scene. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> just like glowed red. It was like, yep, that's a normal thing for a pregnancy test to do. Totally. Yep, makes me want to have one so bad. Okay, so the other thematic thing that I noticed was there were there was very blatant Rorschach imageries. Are you familiar with the inkblot tests? Yes. Yeah. So I don't know if you noticed, but it was everywhere. And the second time that I watched it, because I went back intentionally to kind of make note of things that resembled the inkblot tests. Uh-huh. It, like, all over the place. Like, I think, and if I had more time on my hands and if I cared a lot more, I would go back and try and see if they could actually match with any of, like, the 10 standard Rorschach tests that they give to people. But the most obvious one, I think was when Dr. Hindle was performing the selective reduction. And oh, she, that, yes. That I noticed. That yeah. was a big one. I mean, that was, like, super obvious. But, like, I think you could see them again in, um, like, the soap bubbles when she's in the bathtub and, like, she starts oh, well, bleeding. Yeah. Okay. That um, the blood spot on her hospital gown from the abruption. There's, like, a lot of um, blood spots that start looking like a like a normal blood spot, but then you can tell that they've like CGI'd them to spread in certain ways. And also, you know, the Rorschach ink blots, they rely on symmetry, like near perfect symmetry. So there are a lot of shots where they're sleeping in bed and they're facing like opposite directions. Yeah. I definitely noticed that during the insemination part. They're standing at the bathroom mirror, but we're seeing them on both sides of the screen. There's the scene at the baby shower where she opens the medicine cabinet. Oh, yes. And you see her face. Like, there's a lot of these references. Even, I guess, you know, twins are symmetrical as well. When she's laying in the hospital bed, she's got one on one side and one on the other. Maybe that was the... Maybe that was the overall... But why? So, like, I, I've, same with the Peter Pan, I've identified these themes that are happening throughout, but I don't get what they're trying to accomplish. Was it just the twin thing? I don't know. To hint to us that the twins were going to be the ones that survived. Maybe. I feel like there were other ways to hint at symmetry without using Rorschach testing I guess. Stuffs. I did a lot of research to and see if there was the, anything. That was I, I mean, you know, it's it's a personality determinator. Or, you know, they intentionally tried to use it to see if people had schizophrenia. So I guess that could potentially explain. But, like, it's basically psychology. And so I just, you know, maybe it was going along with the whole theme of like going crazy but i i couldn't figure out why like they spent all this time incorporating these metaphors and these images i don't think they landed in a way where people were like i get it i mean at least i didn't get it i, I did anybody get it people didn't look into it like you did either I mean, once I saw it, I couldn't unsee it. So then when I went back and watched it again, I was intentionally looking for these things. Also, I I mean, you probably noticed at certain times they're filming from different angles, like they're upside down or they're from an angle, like a weird angle. And that's part of the Rorschach test, too. You're supposed to be able to rotate the images and that actually contributes towards like how they score you if you decide to rotate something in order to see an image. So does it have to do something with psychosis at this point? Exactly. Possibly. Right. I mean, that's the only connection that I can make, that this is just like a psychological analysis and and it's open to our interpretation because that's the whole point of Rorschach and Blotz is right. it's what you see. So what your individual experience was with this movie is what it is. Right. You're very into it. I like I, how into it you are. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I, I felt like this movie had, it tried. It definitely tried. It tried a lot harder than Deadly Illusions. 
and while it had its problems, because as you can see, there are many things on our board here in the question mark section that we just don't know and we don't have answers to and we're not going to get answers to. But I think it tried. So in the end, though, was it worth watch? Like, did you feel if anybody watched this movie, they'd be entertained in any way? I would not recommend it. Okay. If somebody asks me, as very often these days when I converse with people, it's like, oh, what are you watching? What have you watched recently? Watched anything good? Because there's just an influx of everything. Mm-hmm. There's so many shows. There's so many movies. There's so much that I'm always looking for recommendations. I'm always looking for people to say like, oh, I watched this thing. It was really good. And if somebody asked me this week, did you watch anything good? I would not say false positive. You should go watch it. That's fair. I didn't get anything out of it. Right. Okay. That's a good point. Yeah, no, I got nothing it, out of it either. It was fine. I was able to... I, I didn't feel like... It wasn't torture to watch. It wasn't a waste of my time. No. But was it a good movie? No. No. I, I had high hopes and I'm very upset in the end. But can we answer the question, why is it called false positive? Because think about it. In the end, she was left with nothing. So it was a false positive. She gave birth to babies that she did not at that point have. I like that a lot. That that's my that's my. I like it a lot, Dawn. Oh, thank you. I'm very happy with that assessment because I I had a lot of trouble answering that question, but I'm very satisfied with that answer you provided. Thank you. I didn't even write it down. It just came. To I me. know. I watched you. I watched it you process came to me in the it. Vision. The wheels were turning. The wheels were turning. And you but... came out with gold. So thank you. Um, you were going to read a critic review, I think. Or I was because I felt it. yeah, I felt that this kind of nailed the nail it. in the head. Yeah. False positive doesn't sustain its most suspenseful ideas. The big revelation at the end is something of a letdown, and the movie's final image spells out a metaphor that ought to be left to suggestion. I felt strongly to that, because I felt the way they did that whole weird dream sequence. Like, I don't think we needed to see that. I think given, I guess, the depths of what they were trying to portray, we didn't need that extra stuff. We didn't need the extra stuff. So when would you have ended the movie? If you had your druthers. Not when I would have, how I would have. Because I feel like the dream sequence wouldn't have happened. I don't think she would have taken Wendy Mm -hmm. in the fight sequence. I think she just would have left. She would have left him with it. She would have just left. Mm -hmm. And you would have known she stood her ground. And that's not... Is Dr. Handel dead? Oh. Did she kill him? I want to say no. I don't think so either. But that is annoying to me because like she destroyed his giant cabinet of semen in like a very symbolic he moment. He can he can ejaculate as many times as he wants to if he's still alive. So I would have liked more clarity on whether or not he was dead. Yeah, that's a good point too. But yeah, I feel I'm like sorry I'm, to interrupt you. No, I no, I just yeah. I just going with that review, I felt like the dream sequence was a little out there. If she would have literally just left, that would have made just as much of a point as the dream sequence Mm -hmm. and it would have been more realistic like fuck you for fucking with me these are not my children i'm fucking out yeah and then it would have put a stance on it without this weird very awkward scenario i I didn't like it i didn't dislike it but it was i mean it it was definitely strange and i was just like oh shit we're off the deep end i wasn't sure if it was supposed to show us what it was actually like when she went crazy versus like when people are trying to make her go crazy while she was pregnant oh like okay 
Yeah, like, like she wasn't crazy then, but now she definitely is crazy. Right, right. Uh, which actually, uh, you know, I thought I was done, I but I have give more her questions. Any, yeah, I wouldn't give her, I wouldn't, I'd give her the credit for that. I understand. Yeah, I, oh, I absolutely, you know, everything she did from once those twins were born and she realized that the wrong baby had been terminated. I felt that pain. I don't, as I said, I have no intention of having children, but I have to imagine that that moment realizing that the baby that you've been waiting for was dead the whole time has to be devastating. Absolutely. So uh, everything that happened from that moment on, I'm I totally checked out. Understand. Yeah. Totally get Which it. Which is why I think again, just leaving, just <laughs> I honestly wouldn't have mind if she just killed them and then walked out with um with killed the babies? No, killed Hindle and Dawn and took and took Wendy and left. Like, if that was the end, that would have been fine with me. Because, you know, I think people do want the fetus in those situations. Like, yeah. maybe it's a cremate or, you know, something along those lines. Because... It creeped me out when she left and she's just, like, bloody. And she's just whole like, because in the beginning you see that. You also see it after it happens. But, like, mm-hmm. at that point you know what it is. But she's just walking and you just see her holding something. And to think, like... There's a fetus in whatever she's like. It's just you think she's holding like paperwork and what? And then the craziest part of this whole thing is she was newly pregnant during that scene. She literally just had a baby. She was pregnant for real during. Was she really? Yes. Oh, that's. And she just gave birth to her daughter like three weeks ago. So I found that weird because then also all of the promotion for the movie, like she was pregnant during like all the press. And it was just, like, a weird. It, I mean, this movie did make me think about things that are very personal and intimate topics, like, with the selective reduction. Yeah. That, I'm pro-choice, but that whole thing made me very uncomfortable. And Yeah, the for- I felt that it was forced. Her decision was forced. A thousand percent. Yeah, you know, like, they, I mean, they said that she would have an increased risk of complications if she kept all three, but, like, for me... People have triplets all the time. Yeah, for me, like, I think I just would have tried to keep all three, like, not that I would want to have three babies, but, like, to think about... I let them any- right, like well, because, I let them get to where they could get to because they wanted them. Like that's the difference. Like you know, right? You, who cares if you get pregnant by accident and you want to have an abortion? Fine, but like if you are intentionally getting pregnant and you find out you could have three, just yeah, go with it. And somebody's telling you, no, now you need to kill two, one or two of these babies. Like what? Why? Like that? Yeah, uh, that really was an uncomfortable thing. And then like Dawn was like. Maybe don't tell anybody about this, <laughs> which at that point should be a huge red flag of all the things that like happened. Are, you know, sensitive. Like, yeah, no shit, asshole. Yeah, because this is really <sighs> fucked up, but all right. Yeah, you're right. She was very Stepford wifey. And, and she did lie, actually. Um, Lucy lied at that mommy group because she told people that she had IVF, but that's not what she had done, which I thought was kind of interesting. Not at all. I didn't know there was a term for the other, the IUI. Right. I thought it was pretty creepy that Dr. Hindle, like, wanted to name the procedure after himself, but it makes a lot more sense knowing that, like, he was actually inseminating them with his own semen. So, like, you know what? Actually, that makes that makes more sense now if you want to call it Hindle insemination or something like that. That's legitimately what it is. I guess maybe the only other thing that I just want to briefly touch on is 
if they were responsible for the things that were making Lucy crazy during her pregnancy, why? To kick her off course, I think. Why? <laughs> Mommy brain. But why? Like, why go to all this effort to, to make her think that she's going insane? The only thing I can think of, the only explanation I could come up with was that they were trying to make her seem unstable so that if she ever tried to go to anybody and say that this happened to her, that nobody would believe her. Fair enough. That's the only thing I can think of. That's fine. Because otherwise, like, at first I was like, why are they even toying with her about this? Like, what do they care? Why would they care about making her go crazy? That's the only thing I can think of. No, that makes a lot of sense. I get it. Okay. I was, if you had another theory, I was willing to listen to it. No, no, that worked. That I was all about that. Okay. Um, With that said, I think that I'm done. I think we hit the nail on the head with our synopsis. Oh, man. We tried our best. I still have questions. Honestly, I I'm trying to put the gray single thing singleton thing to bed, but I don't think I will. I think that's gonna bother me subconsciously for a long time. I'm so sorry, but after this pod after we record, I think it's out of my brain. <laughs> Ugh, I just need things to make sense. Why don't we're gonna have sense? plenty to have to make sense in a couple of weeks? <sighs> yes, yes, guys, Riverdale is almost back. It's almost back. We're so close. So we're taking another week off because honestly, I need it. And I After think this he, movie, I, think I didn't think too. you would say that, but I I, I agree, a thousand percent. <laughs> yeah, um, a lot of effort went into this, at least on my part. So like, I need a break. Um, we will not have a new episode next week, but the following week we will be back with our Riverdale recap, which I think we'll have a real murder board starting. Oh my on. god, yeah, Dawn's gonna buy string this week, so we're gonna have string for the murder board. And I'm going to prepare the rest of the murder board. <laughs> I'm sorry. I need the string. I'm going to do a full rewatch and make sure everybody Yeah, I'm going to give informed. Lisa all the credit here because I'm not doing a full rewatch. I'll watch like the last two. I'm that... doing it because I am determined to figure out who the fucking BTK is. I will solve it's Glenn. this. <sighs> TBK. Christ. TBK. Sorry. TBK. Trash right? bag killer. Yeah, sorry. Good I, God. Not. <laughs> the fact that I remember any of this is wild. Yeah. And but I think it's Glenn and that's it. I will that's, die. I, I'm going to die on that hill. I Well, I will die on flat ground if that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I will just be so unimpressed. Um, yes. So we'll be back. And that is going to air the day before the premiere Riverdale episodes launch. So you're going to want to get in on that. And don't forget, it's a continuation of last season. It's not a new season. No. Yeah, we're picking up where we left off, which was utter chaos, if I recall correctly. Oh, God. So other than that, we will see you in a couple weeks with our Riverdale resurrection. (laughs) Yes. Until then, don't get artificially inseminated by a weird doctor. Don't do if it. If you could, if you could, it ends off. badly. Yeah, if you could hold off, you know, just get inseminated by a nice try guy. Try other options if they exist. <laughs>